What is one of the most memorable trips you have taken? What made it memorable? The year was 1984, and I felt it would be a great idea to take my six children to Mexico. I wanted them to see the Mexican culture, which is very much like the Latin American culture that I grew up in. Kristen, Sam, John, Joseph, PJ, and Cassidy all went on this trip. I was six months pregnant with Nathan. We went as a family, but Joe was only able to stay one of the two weeks we were there. The first week was great. We went to the beach, swam in the hotel pool, and ate fruit and bun almost every day. The week ended and we all said goodbye to Joe at the airport. I think most of the kids would have been happy just to go home with him. Another week and life without air conditioning in 100 degree weather, walking everywhere and a bad case of Montezuma's revenge made us all grow weary of the vacation we were supposed to be enjoying. We would all be glad to head home, back to the culture we were used to. Then came the event that would make us remember this trip forever. We were at the beach. PJ and Casty were making sandcastles on the shore. Kristen, Sam, John, Joseph, and I were in the water jumping the small waves that were coming in, into shore. I remember we were laughing. I could see all four kids about knee deep in the water. Suddenly I turned and saw the biggest wave I have ever seen in my life. There was not time to run to shore, no time to even get ready for it. It hit us, or should I say, went over the top of us. I was pulled off my feet. I kicked and struggled to come up and get air. I knew that everyone had been swept under. When I came up, the only face that I saw was John's. He was too far away for me to grab onto him. He was screaming, Mom, help me, help me. Then another wave, just like the first, crashed over us. This time it sucked me even further under. I struggled and kept thinking, I am going to die. My head finally surfaced, and I gasped for air. This time, as I looked, I discovered that I had been carried even further away. I could not see the shore. I could not see any other person around me. I could not see my children. For the next minutes, I just tried to survive. I would just catch my breath, and another wave would suck me under. I was so far out now that I couldn't touch the ground, and I wasn't sure how long I could keep this up. I didn't want to drown, but I knew that I could not keep swimming and struggling indefinitely. I prayed and prayed to Heavenly Father that He would help me through this. Again and again, I would kick and struggle to get my head above the water. Then I would look around and try to figure out where I was before the next wave hit. Once when I surfaced, I looked up and saw a rope coming toward me. I cried out, I'm here! I reached out to the rope and caught hold of it. It must have been a parasailing rope that tourists use to parasail, but the boat that was pulling it was moving fast. I caught the rope, but it jerked from my hands. It had caught the back of my neck, and as I tried to grab hold of it again, it sliced across my neck and then whipped up in the air and was gone. I reached up and felt my neck. I knew I was bleeding. Then I felt despair setting in. Was I supposed to die here? The ocean was beginning to calm. The waves that had been pulling me under became less and less frequent. I was just in the ocean, alone, with no one in sight. Panic came over me as I realized I was so far from shore that I knew I could not swim back. I thought about the kids. Where were they? Were they safe? If I died, who would see that they got back home? Again, I prayed that someone would find me before my strength ran out. Within seconds, I heard a voice. 
Someone was swimming toward me on a surfboard. Someone was coming. A young Mexican boy swam alongside me. He asked how I was, and I cried, I'm fine. Have you seen my children? He didn't respond to that question. He just told me to try and get on the board. I did. He began to paddle and move the board towards the shore. I just kept asking him if he had seen my children. He continued to ignore my question. I prayed, please let my kids be okay. Please let them be okay. Over and over. I prayed all the way back to shore. It took us about 15 minutes to get back to the beach. As the shore came into view, I realized that no one was on the beach. It was completely deserted. I asked, ¿Dónde están mis niños? Where are my kids? Again, the only thing my rescuer said was that I would need to see a doctor for my neck and to check to see if my unborn child was okay. We walked up towards the hotel. I was crying now. I didn't know where my kids were. I didn't know if they had survived. My neck was bleeding, but I didn't care. I just wanted to see my kids. Then I looked up ahead and standing on the stairs that went up to the hotel were six small figures. Kristen, Sam, John, Joseph, PJ, and Cassidy were all standing there waiting for me. They were crying too. I ran and when I got to them, I hugged them and kissed them all. I hadn't lost them. They took me to see a doctor who said that my neck would be fine. The baby inside me was fine also. I then took my six children and went back to our hotel. Everyone was quiet and subdued. We sat on the bed and each of the older children told me how they had felt as the first wave went over us and about the horror they all experienced when I was swept away and they could no longer see me. I wondered if we would ever go back to our normal lives again. Sam looked at me and asked, Mom, if I had died, would I be good enough to go back to Heavenly Father? It was an honest question filled with real concern. Sam had just been made a deacon. How many 12-year-old deacons have a chance to reflect and evaluate their lives to see if they are worthy to live again with Heavenly Father? I put my arm around Sam and assured him that he had been a very good boy and that Heavenly Father loved him. Yes, he would have gone back to Jesus. We all sat very quiet. Everyone was exhausted from the fear and trauma that we had experienced. I reflected on my life. Would I have been good enough to return to my Heavenly Father? Would I have been ready? I knew that I certainly was not a perfect mother to these children, far from it. I knew that I was impatient with them, sometimes even mean to them. I knew that I should and could do better. We boarded a plane a couple of days later to return home. That is another story to be told later. I knew that we all were a little different now, a little more grateful for our lives, a little more grateful for each other, and certainly grateful that Heavenly Father had heard and answered our prayers. I vowed that I would be a better mother. We make those kinds of promises when we feel humbled and full of gratitude. Gratitude to Heavenly Father who actually does hear and answer our prayers. I am not sure that I've lived up to that vow. I know that I've made many mistakes along the way. But I also know that because of this experience, I've felt closer to my Savior. I know that He loves me. I know that He died for my sins. And I hope that someday, when it is my time to leave this earth, I will be ready to meet Him again.